Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hi. And uh, this was fun. I, I like these people. <laughs> I, you know them for a long time now from Instagram, I guess. Is that where you kind of met each other? Yeah, yeah. Sarah and I... Um, Wait, should know. we say who we were talking to first? Before yeah, I just Not the Worst Marriage, Sarah and Sterling. Yes. Um, yeah, they're awesome. We had such a great time talking to them. We've now done two Zoom sessions with them, and I feel like it was just sitting down and talking with really good friends. Two two hour Zoom two, sessions. Two two hour Zoom We've sessions. We've never spoken to anybody that long <laughs> ever. Yeah, it was great, and we it have a lot fun. to talk about because you know they're podcasters. We're podcasters. They've had issues in their marriage that they've worked really hard to overcome, just as we have. Um, they're super honest, extremely authentic, hilarious, inappropriate—all the things we love in a couple. Um, you're I'll tell gonna- you. Wait, let me tell you what I don't love. Oh, I saw uh sarah out me out there on instagram on a story she did uh, she did she, i'd like to explain myself okay first of all in all fairness wait to me, we were supposed to do a live whatever we were supposed saturday to saturday night we that, were supposed to do a live with them and we canceled yes because <laughs> because you were tired i was tired <laughs> listen all right number one we're uh, we're stuck we're in quarantine we're in, drinking a little too much wine. I was a little hungover that day. And t- in all fairness, I really did want to go to sleep early because I, I haven't been sleeping well for the last two nights because of my fault. But it was our son's birthday the next day, and I really wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I had a lot to do. I knew I had to get up early, get the decorations. Like, I wanted to be on. No, I know. No. So were, that, it was just giving It you wasn't a that time. I was tired. I know. Feel bad for me. Like, I really wanted I to be. I had to blame it on you, I obviously. You just how. But um, it was my fault. I did say I don't want to do this tonight i really just want to go to bed be good tomorrow for my son's birthday yeah you probably maybe that's maybe you were so tired and that's why now you have a huge bald spot in your head from when you (laughs) shaved we need to guys if you have not gone on instagram yet and checked out adam's bald spot in his head um i saw anderson cooper last night on uh you know on his show and i was laughing at him because he cut his own hair and he had a huge bald spot in the back and then you went and did it today well yeah my hair was growing out of control and I finally said, I got to do it. It's yeah. a month and a half into quarantine. I need a haircut. I can't get one. Get the buzzer out. Yeah. So we decided, I said, let's just go shave my head. Yeah, and but there is like, it's it's buzzed. And then there's a huge, looks like an N shaved into your back. Right. In the back of your, is that for like naughty by nature? or um, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, great 
great episode. You're going to love them. They talk all about um, Sarah getting pregnant as a teenager um, and being very young parents and how they dealt with that and dealt with the the blowback that people gave them about that, um, all about their infidelity, um, which was both of them had issues with that and um, so much more. And they're so fun. We're between the two of us. I think we probably said a ton of stuff we shouldn't have, but it's all good because, um, you know, it was just honest and fun and you're going to love it. So enjoy. Take a little time out of your day. Turn off the news. Block all all the other stuff out. What? Listen to yourself. I know. That. I need You've to do gotta it too. Get off the news. I got to get off the news. I got. I can't quit it. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't quit it. Um, but anyway, please just you know use this hour to just walk or you, you know do what you got to do and just laugh a little bit because we all need it. And um, this should make you laugh. This should, <laughs> this will definitely make you laugh. And it's just great. It's interesting. They have a great story. Yeah. So Sarah and Sterling, check them out at Not the Worst Marriage. They have a podcast. Their Instagram is hilarious. Sarah has another Instagram called Not the Worst Mom, which is one of my favorite accounts. Um, and uh, yeah, check them out. We love them. Enjoy. Hey, Sarah and Sterling. So ne- thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> oh my God. It's great to be here, Adam. Thanks, well, Adam, thanks, thank thanks, you. Thanks for welcoming us to the Marriage of Martinis podcast. All right, all right. I appreciate Sarah and Sterling Buckley here. from Not the Worst Marriage podcast. We're so happy to be here. Oh my God. Now you may proceed. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. She's going to well, stab you in the leg. This is a fantastic, <laughs> easy transition. Supernatural. Very smooth. <laughs> Tell us, I want, I'm intrigued about the beginning of your relationship. So take us back to vegas circa 19 i don't know what what was the year it would have been 99 98 Nine, 98 okay yeah 98 99. well i was so sterling and i met for the first time i was 12 well Check. let's we'll go back to like yeah. 97 96 because that was when i met her sister her older sister yeah and, so, and i asked her older sister out and she turned me down so i was his second choice <laughs> I didn't, I didn't meet her yet. I, I yep, didn't meet sure, her yet. Still. You started Sterling. dating when you were 12? No, 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 no. no. That's that was okay. the first time I met her sister. We were oh, in a theater. Well, yeah. We went back a few years. I think she was eight at this point. <laughs> no. yeah, right. Oh, yeah. She was yeah, much younger. That's what he said. We went back I, was like, in, I was a child. I literally was in seventh grade Sterling's when I met their family. Um, <laughs> seventh grade. I was as old as like our kids are now. Predators and, uh, start young. I don't know. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and a theater company uh, um, and she joined it in a play. Yeah, I got cast in a play and this theater company is, um, it's a citywide run program and uh, they let 40 kids in and it's really, really intense. Like it's your second life. If, yeah, as long as like you're you in the company. The, you build the sets, you put like, you do the lights, you're the usher for the crew, you're the stage manager, you run the, like all, and it, it trains kids to like run a production it's really cool it's yeah like, it was a great experience so that's how we met right was it was in there so we I was in seventh grade when I was cast in the show and we had probably been friends like or we had you know been in we were in the same show together for a couple weeks and I was all oh I'm gonna marry him I was like that's it no way like, that's, yeah she yeah. saw me backstage and she was like oh well, that's it for me I met him that's I'm done and I was like, Clarify oh my gosh. For me how old you were? I was 13. Yeah, and you I was thought you were going to marry him. 15, 16. New. 
and we weren't dating at this time or anything. Nothing happened. Never had a doubt. Um, fast forward a couple of years, like we were in the, this theater company together. We became really good friends. I flirted with her. To, to I was just beside and, myself. And I had, was dating my some high school. He had some other hoe. I dated for like three long years, and I broke up with her. And I was like, I want to date you. And this was my senior year of high school, and we went on a first date. Cops came. On our first date, our co- the cops we, went, we went to see Training Day in the theater. So this is our first official date, right? Yeah. Not the and weird makeout thing that yeah, we did. No. Okay. Yeah, we made. Wait, out did you? Hey, hold on a second. Did you just say you had a three-year relationship when you were in high school? Yeah, with this. Oh yeah. That's really sad. Why? Right? Because you want to date as many girls as you can when you're in high school. Like, but I was like a. Ho- I'm a hopeless like, romantic. I'm like a hopeless romantic at heart. Like so, it's like I'm super committed. I always wanted to be a young dad. I've like. Sterling always wanted to get married and have kids like that was his whole goal in life ever since he was a kid all he wanted to do was have a wife and like a thousand children yeah but our our first date we went to uh (laughs) we went to a training day and then we drove up to like the outskirts of town and there's like this uh quarry that like they had this like big. they call it predator's peak i don't know how sterling knew about it (laughs) (laughs) yes and we drove up and i I had a dateline I had a right. I, you Chris saw the directions was there. <laughs> oh, there's houses there now. Um, yeah, now there, now it's like in town. But I had a Smokey and the Bandit edition Trans Am, 1981, turbocharged. Nice. Drove we drove it up to overlook the valley, and we didn't make out. We didn't. We just hung out the whole time. Yep. Fucking cops came. All of a sudden, I see like lights coming down this dirt road. That's my. We're miles outside of town. My parents had reported me missing. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it was like a that's, famous that's party. It was like a party spot in Vegas. <laughs> it was a party spot in Vegas. Yeah, for like it's high like where you went to go and like drink and do drugs and. So right. we triggered some alarm, and they come up, and I go down, and they're pulling. They're like, "What are you guys doing?" I'm like, "They're lights and shit." We're just talking. They're like, "Yeah, right." Oh, okay. And it, we were both here. virgins. We 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 weren't even hooking up at the time. Yeah. No. Yeah. And you so were we, how old? Wait, tell me once again. You were how I old? I was 17. I was 18. She was 15. I was 15. I was almost 16. 18 to 15. Okay. Ooh, that's, started, da- that's dangerous. That's a right? big trouble for you. Oh, it's right. ish for it's sure. It's illegal ish. Yeah. yeah. There were in a different, you know, if what happened between us happened like today, it would like make news probably. Right. A different time. But 20 years ago, right. It wasn't. I was still in high school. Like, I, I mean. Yeah, it just I the I, I want to defend today's myself as much current as events change. I feel like the way that people would look at our story, yeah. but um, yeah. So we uh, the only reason I was actually allowed to start dating him was because my parents had known him so long. Right, so um, I infiltrated the family because family. we weren't allowed to date like till we were sixteen. Like that was the rule in the house. Well, we got I got a pass, so he got like a two month window. So we started dating, and then we dated. Uh, Sterling was my first boyfriend. And then we had been dating for about two and a half years when I got pregnant. Oh my God. So you were dating a long time when you. Yeah. Okay. So from the time yeah. I was, we started. Like, we didn't rush into things. Right. We were responsible. It was my junior year. It, we'd been together for a while. <laughs> Wait, in case anybody missed that. Hold on one second. So you started dating when? What age? Um, when I was 15. Okay. 15. Two and a half years later? Yeah. No, like two years later, we got pregnant. It was two years. You were pregnant. That's- yeah, seventeen yes. and a half. So yes. she was seventeen. Uh, I just I want to make sure that was heard. Uh, just yeah. not that's over. true. I don't. 
people, some people probably don't know that, but yeah, I got pregnant my um, second semester of my junior, junior year. And um, then we got married right after I turned 18. So that was, okay. So back up for a second. I just want to, the story's too good just to hear it straight through. We have to break it down. I have a few questions about it. Not, (laughs) so not judging because I mean, look at you guys, you're together, you're happy. And who are we to judge? Oh, exactly. And who are we to, we're a hundred percent, no judgment. It's all curiosity for sure. Like go, go, you guys, like you guys have done it. We're super impressed. Okay. So first question is, was it where okay so we're on the east coast we're in a pretty suburban area um you know we're we're near the city so it's a little bit like progressive and everything but you know i had i gotten pregnant in high school it would have been the talk of the town so like it Uh would have been that you know probably people would have been looking at my parents funny and looking at me funny and my friends may have you know chucked me to the side of the road and it would have been for us a huge ordeal was this Uh a big thing or was this sort of like where you live did girls get pregnant in high schools like was that kind of common um i think it was this was a huge deal it was fairly common massive deal for her family i went i went to catholic school so i was raised catholic and i went to private school my whole life and so in my school and the schools that i went to and like my you know community um this did not happen very often Mm -hmm. it it didn't happen often that someone kept the baby I heard of plenty of girls having abortions. And, and now looking back, I'm like, who even knows if those were true or not? I mean, rumors spread. Who fucking knows? Right. But, um, you know, the, the school that I went to wasn't cheap. And so anyone there, like uh, at my school, those kids just would have been able to afford different options. If you know what I mean, right? Um, but for us, it, it was never an option for either of us. Um, we like that just growing up that's just always what i believed it wasn't even like that's what my parents taught me that you know that abortion absolutely can happen because i think that my parents would have supported me in that if i had said i'm pregnant i don't want to have this they they would have they would have helped me with that but that wasn't an option for me and actually my dad asked me he was like are you sure and i i knew that's what he was asking because he was like you don't have to do this and I was like, I know, but I was like, I, I for, want to. For the record, I was super stoked. Sterling was super fucking. Really? I was super stoked. That's so bizarre. I was super it's stoked. Super uh, bizarre. Weirdo. That should have uh, been a red flag. When we, like, <laughs> year, like, we got back, like, we had hooked up and we knew, like, like certain things had happened. And then her, we, she missed her period for a couple times. And, and we were looking at each other, but we didn't really have that conversation. And we're like, do we think? Do we think? We went back and forth and we're like, because we're fucking kids, right? Yeah. Um, well, you already, like, Sterling already I'm, had a I'm career. I'm 20 years old, but, like, yeah. I'm living by myself. I'm, I'm working as a plumber. Like, I'm literally, I got kicked out of my house. Like, I was on my own. He was, like, from, a fully fledged. I didn't support, get any support. You know, There's yeah. there no one backing me up. Like, it was but, just him. Uh, once I got her pregnant, I was like, like not that I was trying to get her pregnant by any means, but right, like, I was more happened, scared because we were on birth control. We did, we did those things. We 
we had protection, all those. Yeah, there was just, just a lapse. Ha- it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was excited. I was like, I get to be a dad. That was what I was excited about. Yeah, but it, it, it was, was my 18 year plan his... to trap her. <laughs> <laughs> I call it my That's 18 year plan. That's what we always say plan. that we trapped each other. Your um, diary. His, <laughs> yeah. his family was his family was very supportive. I don't think you got any backlash from your family. Um, no, my family. But my, my family. family my, my family's much different. Right. Well, right. you kind of just stumbled we, over a little bit that you were kicked out of your house when you were a teenager, too. Well, right out of high school. Um, yeah, kicked out is a strong word. I think you were just uh, start of kind of started saying that and then yeah, jumped no, no, over no. It. right out of high school i graduated i, I graduated really high in my uh class had a scholarship and i my parents ended up getting divorced my last semester of my senior year and kind of just fucked up things and okay. so then i got and a so job this was, this was like in the beginning of our relationship right so i got a job and then um and i started working as a plumber as a plumber's helper and and, so, no, and my question oh, being so you had a relationship me? with your parents after that ordeal so they were there for you when yeah. this pregnancy happened. Uh, he, when he says he got kicked out, he means that his mom and him got in a fight and he was all, fuck you, I can pay my own rent, by, and then moved out. <laughs> kind of. It's a little more complicated it's, than that. Gotcha. That's okay. the root of it. Outside saying all this, though, is that once we, like, she was a junior in high school and stuff, all the responsibility really did fall on us. We didn't get a lot of bailouts from our parents. Right. Um, everything fell on, fell on me, and I took that as my responsibility. So... I, we got a, a house, um, which her, her mom helped, helped us out with, and we leased it from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I worked all the time. I, you know, provided all the bills. Um, yeah. All through their pregnancy, I paid for everything. Yeah. And, like, we didn't get any, because her parents, also, which was tragic, is that her parents were going through a divorce, divorce at the same time. Yeah. And she got pregnant. So, yeah, it was, a, like, a, a very, like, on. very, very volatile, like, situation in, in our lives there was just yeah there was just a lot going on so I got pregnant um and I wouldn't take a pregnancy test because I was just in denial I was like this can't there's no way like this can't be my life this can't be you know what's happening like maybe I have cancer maybe like I just missed a period something's wrong like went through (laughs) they're crazy while we're banging Um, every night reasons right and um so I finished my that my junior year and nobody knew I didn't tell anyone only us and like his mom knew um and so I was trying to hide it for as long as possible because I didn't want it to come out while I was still in school I just didn't want to have to deal with that people talk and I was like I'm um so I hid it from my parents and basic went to school for three months with morning sickness and I would have to pack myself like extra food in my backpack because I couldn't make it from like breakfast to lunch without really being like faint like yeah. the first trimester of your first pregnancy is just such a whirlwind um and looking back now as an adult thinking of this 17 year old girl like having to deal with this all at the same time is is so crazy like i kept it together but now like i can do that shit oh, now all that level of stress now would probably, probably we would were probably so arrogant me. too thinking that we had our together like, well fucking- yeah i mean i think it was the one benefit i think to our story is that um we i think always felt very secure with each other like it was like I didn't if he wanted to stay. I don't know if he's good, you know, I don't know if he wants the baby. Like, is he gonna leave? Like that was never a part of our story. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's no, I would have fought thing for that. To know. Yeah. Well, no, like, still, you were too the baby, excited. I would have to... adopted it. Right. I was just yeah, gonna say, yeah. you're too. No, not adopted you're... it. That's a bad word. That's not the right. It's yours. But no, like you were too excited to leave. I would have taken her responsibility for the baby if she didn't want it. Yeah. Wow. That's so bizarre. And what did you have plans before this, Sarah? Like, I, I, I know that Sterling had already, you know, kind of like made his path and he, you know, got into mm-hmm. a job and everything. Did you have big plans that now you were sort of like, I can't do that now? Or, or had you? Yeah. You know, so I had planned because, you know, we'd been together for a couple of years and it had come up, um, you know, when I started looking at colleges, he was like, are, are you going to go to the college here so that we can stay together? Or are you going to go out of state? Because if you do, Sterling was like, I've, you know, I've done an out of state thing with a girl. He's like, it just doesn't work like that. You know, so we kind of had the conversation of if I were to leave for school, we would break up. And I planned on leaving. Like I planned on going to college at a state. Um, And so we had just started that, you know, having a little bit of those conversations. um, And then I got pregnant. So all of that kind of went out the door. But, but yeah, I planned on going to, I wanted to be a nurse. I didn't even know if I wanted kids. I was like, if I get married, it'll probably be like when I'm 30, like I have no plans on, you know, being like the young married type. Like I, I always be like independent and have, you know, the college experience. Like my sister had been to college and it looked amazing and all this other stuff. So yeah, all of that changed pretty quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then what was it like being young parents? Because I, by our standards, I was 27 when I had my first child and we felt like we were young and we felt yeah. sort of like even we, um, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with personality too. Sterling, it sounded like you were pretty mature. I think we were not yeah. as mature, even though we were older. Um, but we were sort of like, when we had a baby, we were sort of like, what the fuck now? Like we Well, yeah, when, when we had our first child and we, I was 28, you were 27, our friends that we made because we had a kid were in their 30s and almost 40 even. Mm-hmm. So we were the young couple having kids. Yeah. Like, right. I guess around here where we are, that's young for the, you know, for the standard. Uh-huh. Right, because yeah, yeah now kids, it's even older. older kids? Yeah. Uh, our kids are 14, 11, and 8. So, right. um, so and we, our, kids are, our kids are 15, right. 13. 13, and about to be 12. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be 12 like mm-hmm. next week. Yeah. Yeah, I bet I feel like when we when even when I was, you know, when we were first parents, I felt like so I mean what we were dealing with other stuff. I had mental health issues and stuff. We were dealing with other stuff, but I feel like it's not easy to be a young parent. And especially I feel like you probably didn't have like a network. No. Right. No, that was a I, I think that was a very difficult time for especially for Sarah. I, I maybe I, and it was probably my arrogance and kind of like just co- confidence that like I could provide for my family like I'm a grown man but I was very like just immature at 21 but responsible like I I, I knew what it took to like you know be responsible for the family. Well, what's funny is but we, we didn't have, have like, a lot of friends our age. No, um, it it took us a long time to realize that Sterling and I both have very different experiences of those early years. Yes. Um, like he doesn't ever really remember feeling like he was judged for being a young dad. 
Like mm-hmm. he doesn't, he's like, I can't tell. I mean, I'm pretty sure yeah, I can't no. tell you anytime. Like if he was out with the kids by himself, like no one commented on his age. Oh, anytime, a ki- anytime a dad takes a kid out and play, they're like, Oh, good dad. A mom does it. They're like, just that's par for the course. Right. Right. Did everyone you know, like, think yeah. you were the nanny, Sarah? Oh, all the fucking uh-huh. time. A lot of, I right. mean, people, cause all our kids have blue eyes. And they have blonde oh, yeah. hair. I gave birth to little Aryan nation children. So she'd go to the grocery <laughs> store and people would just stare at her. And she'd, like, she'd oh, come yeah. home and say, everyone just I stares at me and judges wor- me. I would get the worst stares all the time. Oh. I got stares. And I was, like, I, I was like, what the fuck is that? I have no idea what you're even talking about. I got stares. I mean, they just stopped. Like it, it, it lasted probably like a solid 12 years that if I were out with all three kids um, and if any, you know, occasionally if they would say mom or whatever and I would always like see a you know a face jerk or they would look and it's it's funny I don't think I would notice if it didn't happen so fucking often but it's like they'll look at me and then they look at the kids and then they look back and then they like look at the kids again well do you not like do you not notice how fucking obvious you are because the kids are better dressed than you. And the like, time. what do they uh, care? What's their well, maybe they, maybe, they were, maybe they were looking for like an Amber Alert or something because no. she, she's got oh, these three right. kids There's that look like nothing like her. <laughs> three three right. blonde, blue-eyed children. Right, missing. exactly. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I would get, I would get Brown looked Mexican at. Woman. Well, and I, you know, I think I have a little bit of a baby face. So when I was 18, I still looked yeah. really young i've I mean, seen the pictures 18? you post of yourself at 18 you really did you looked like a baby i do i i yeah. i mean i still have big cheeks and i lost half of them like as i got older like i have like a round baby face and um when because i had so i had my first when i was 18 then we had our daughter when i was 19 and then we had our third son at 21 Obviously, so, we couldn't keep our hands off. Yeah, wait, wait, hold when on I a was, second. All right, we, we have yeah. to we have to backtrack on that one too. <laughs> so you realized you you rushed into things in the R. So you had you had a so kid. So we just you went full young, force, and then you were like, "Let's do that again." No, and then, then again, actually. <laughs> so when we had our first, well, so married November. I turned eighteen September thirtieth. Um, we got married November fifth. Six. Six. Sorry, six. She oh, she misses. I forget this. every year. Okay, oh. <laughs> I win the anniversary. We we moved into our first house, I think, on the sixteenth, and then I had our first on the twenty first of November. And then, we, and I hadn't finished high school yet. Like this was my senior year of high school. Oh my so, god! Um, we I had I had Noah, and then I actually went back to school next semester. Um. I only had three credits that I needed to graduate because I always did really well in school and I always took summer school so that I could take extra electives. So by the time I got to my senior year... That's why you year, dated older guys. You were like... I was you were really, beyond really your years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I went back to high school with like full-blown postpartum depression. Oh. <laughs> I would win. Mind you, we were... Dude, and I have no idea what, what postpartum we didn't even know. I didn't even know what it was. Right. No. Now and, looking back, you realize... Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I would wake terrible. up, you know, I would literally like make dinner, do the dishes, give the baby bath, do bedtime, you know, fuck my husband, go to bed, wake up <sighs> early, get ready for school, take the baby to his mom's house, which was across town at like, you know, a.m. Um, to make it to school on time. And then I would be there for three hours and then go pick up the baby, go home, do homework, 
make dinner and him to get home and fucking do it all over again. This has turned into the plight of the teen pregnancy. <laughs> well, it, it, makes, it makes sense. It was actually good times. Like we, we enjoyed these times. I don't want it to ever like come off as a, I know no, there's, yeah. always, there's always like the, yeah, I, I know hindsight is like, you know, both 2020, but you also are sort of probably like, oh yeah, that's what those feelings were because at that age, you can't really identify what that is. Well, I mean, cause when you, and I don't know if other women who had postpartum felt this, but like pregnancy changes your hormones so much already Yeah, that I don't think I thought it was anything that was like wrong or different. I just had not felt like myself, you know, for nine months. Um, and my postpartum with him wasn't that bad, but it was one of those things where this was with all my postpartum. I didn't know that I had it until it was over. Like one day I woke up and I was like, oh, yeah, this is normal. Like that was not normal. <laughs> yeah, and you were around the same timing as me where even like 15 years ago, it was not talked about. It is now. Yeah. But yeah. We, right. right. It was a and completely different time. I oh, feel yeah. like as husbands, I, having an understanding of that would have been so helpful right. in time. Yeah. Because there'd be times I'd left the house and I'm like – Man, I don't know. She can. Is I'm she gonna come okay? home. Am I? Am I gonna come home to you know dead dead wife and kids? I never no. thought I was gonna kill the kids. Like been no, through but that like, more than a hundred times. <laughs> no, but like, like it, but I'm kind of being serious. Like it's just like you don't know how there you can make days. your wife happy. Like your wife is in such a depression and such a down point, and you're like, every we just had a baby with this. Like everything's like you know great. Yeah. We we're not struggling <laughs> it financially. So familiar. And then and they're down having that understanding like oh they're going through a postpartum depression that would have helped me so much to be able to be there for her and go right oh what do you need you need help with the baby more i would i would have totally done that like yeah so i'm glad well, i'm so glad it's talked about more now yeah i didn't even know i didn't even know what to ask for yeah, yeah. You know? how do you even know right. what to ask for sure but yeah so then i i went back to school for i don't even remember how long for a, a few weeks oh shut the fuck up Anyways, I got pregnant again three months later after having Noah. Then we lost that baby um, a couple months in the first trimester. And then I got pregnant some months after that. I'm super fertile. Yeah. Because then I got pregnant again 10 months postpartum. Like yeah. we had three kids in three years. So, wait, what protection were you guys using just so we can <laughs> let people know what not to do? Right. Well, when the once, pull and pray. once we were the married, pull and pray. We were, we were, right, right. Yeah. Once we were married, we weren't really. Who, who likes condoms? We weren't trying Come to on. not get pregnant. But then we like, ended up getting at the at three kids. I was like, oh, whoa. I cried. I'm fucking with fate way too much. I cried Wait, when I got married. Have you had a vasectomy or have you had your tubes tied or anything? He got one a little over a year ago. I got okay. my vasectomy a year ago. Yeah. But it took it took about seven years to convince her. It to took me do like it. ten. Oh, so you yeah. were ready and you weren't, Sarah, because I would think, yeah. I would think it would was be the other way ready. around. I was, no. I was ready a decade everyone, ago. Everyone thinks that. All, I get messages from women on Instagram all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, how did you talk him into a uh, vasectomy? I'm like, what? Right. I was like, spread my legs, cut them off. Let's do this. <laughs> cut them off. You would have. You weren't castrated. You didn't realize that, right? <laughs> have, you looked, have you looked below? I would have been, been willing to do that as long as everything else worked. Right, right. Right. He wanted a vasectomy as soon as I got pregnant with our third. 
And I was all. That was me. That was me as soon as I got pregnant with our third. Yeah. I was like, you better fucking get a vasectomy. And he was sort of like, I don't know if I want to have a fourth. And I was like, wait a minute. You have barely fucking raised the other three. And now you want to. (laughs) Well, have you talked to the other three? I've seen what's involved with that over the last month and a half being quarantined at home. Mm -hmm. Did you get a vasectomy? I I did. Yes. Did you have a good experience or a bad experience? I had an okay experience. I had a little bit of complications, nothing severe, nothing serious, nothing to even complain about. I literally just had to ice pee my balls for like three days and I was golden. That was the worst. I had black and blues, a little swollenness, but other than that, I was good. I would do it again. I would recommend it. Anybody who's thinking about doing it, do it. Fucking awesome. I, I had a bad experience and I still recommend it. Tell yeah. me why, what uh, was your bad experience? The 15 minute procedure lasted about 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, really? um, yeah. And oh, wait, did you take anything? Cause I took drugs before. What kind of drugs did you take? They gave me pill, like, like Vicodins or whatever. Like they gave, they gave me a Valium, I think. A Valium. Yeah. Valium. Yeah. They gave me some Valium um, and I took a Xanax before they told me, but I didn't tell them I took it. I think right. I took a Xanax or two and then they gave me the Valium also. And oh, I that's think a I was, nice. That's a hack right there. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was good. Sterling's not telling you he went to a casino to get it done. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, it, the one side was fine, but then the other side they apparently had to, like, dig in there. It was deeper. My oh. testicles being stubborn. He was, he was so it, it, bruised. It was, it was, it was pretty brutal. But I'm oh. really glad I got it. I'm still really glad I got it. Yeah, yeah. I. I still, looking back, I wish we had more kids. It could have lasted three hours. Do you? And I got it. Even oh, yeah. now, uh-huh. knowing how much they cost, you still would want more kids? Because, like, I can see it until <laughs> I'm sort of like, no. you're fucking expensive. I'm, I'm good with three. I wish we would have just kept going no. every year. Like, just, oh I mean, I didn't, I, didn't know any, I didn't know any difference. Like, literally, all I had known was high school and then having kids and getting pregnant. Like, that's all I knew. And looking back, like if we had five or six, oh. Well, if, if the financial aspect wasn't at play here, I would have more kids. If I could have a nanny for each kid, I would have kept or, going. Or just kids weren't that expensive. You know, like either way, right. you look at if it. If it wasn't like a financial struggle, because that's little, just a different. A little help, a, a nanny, a little help. Yeah, uh, that would be amazing. a part-time nanny. That would I don't want like a you nanny. You don't have to worry about college. I do. You don't have to worry about. Every kid after three <laughs> gets half a nanny. That's what it should be. Any right. kid after three, you, you get half a nanny. nanny. You so like want a nanny. 20 hours a week, you get a nanny. No, I don't One want a kid. nanny. Oh. All right, I've so, so things, things after you had you had kids pretty early, and then you guys figured it out, and your, your uh-huh. marriage was pretty good, uh-huh. right? Would you say that? Like, you were pretty happily married for a while. For Absolutely, yeah. I think we had seven years of just, like, bliss. Yeah, Things were great. Yeah, really? Great. In the beginning? Like, things were good? Oh, probably the best years. Yeah. Oh, wow. fantastic. We, we, That's so crazy. Right, calm down. I, I can't tell, like, We had some good years. We had some really <laughs> bad years. Yeah, we did, but we had some good times. First too. two years were the worst. Eh. The first two years were really bad. Yeah, they were really hard. And how, how long were you guys married before you had kids? Yeah. Uh, like a year? No. She gave stop me. that. That's not true. No, we got married in 2002. Mia was born in 2005. We got so we had married three years. Three years. Two, three okay. Years. So, uh, like, so I mean, that's one thing. Like, crazy. Well, but we were 20. Think about our age. We were, uh, we can't compete with uh, Sarah and Sterling here, but <laughs> to the norm, we were. Yeah, we're <laughs> overachievers over here. Yeah. You know. 
early yeah, starter. I, think I, I definitely was different early adopter because I definitely like pressured him into things for sure. Yeah, like everything. I pressured him into marriage. I pressured him into kids. Like I definitely was, it wasn't a, it was sort of a ultimatum of, okay, if you're, you know, if either you're going to marry me or I'm going to break up with you. And he's like, well, then I guess I'll marry you. And then uh-huh. it was sort of like, I want to have kids. And he was like, well, then I guess we'll have kids. Like there wasn't much of a conversation, you know, which looking back, obviously I realize is disgusting and pathetic. Yeah, it's but- awful. <laughs> and I still hey, hey, guess what, guess what, guess what? Hey, there wasn't a conversation with us either. <laughs> right. I <laughs> just get knocked her up. Right, yeah. right, right. But 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 I'm wondering, okay, so then you have so then I don't want to get into it too much because that really your your cheater cheater episode is really fantastic and every couple should listen to it, whether you know, even if you go into detail about the story. So I hope everyone will go listen to it. All your episodes are great, but I think that one is really like everybody needs to listen to it. But yeah. tell me a little bit about what happened there. Because we've spoken about in our episodes, we've had a lot of betrayal in our in our marriage. No mm-hmm. direct cheating, but there's been a lot of betrayal and we've dealt with, you know, coming out with that, we can relate to you guys because even mm-hmm. though it wasn't exact cheating it was a lot of gray area and we mm-hmm. get a lot of how did you admit to that and it's fantastic absolutely you both did but but i want to hear a little bit about what drove you to that how did you both find out about it and how did you move forward wait just, just, just a, a valid before, before oh, you guys answer a quick break let's take a break okay before okay, you answer yeah. that little cliffhanger which is fun and that's uh, we'll perfect come right back. yeah yeah cool I know that a lot of you out there right now, just like me, are having a spike in anxiety and just a feeling of uneasiness every day. And I'm so happy that I tried feels a few months ago because I was already taking it and had tried it and had found my dosage and everything. And now it helps me so much just to take the edge off and feel a little less anxious more calm, more relaxed, and feels is a tincture, which is the safest, most effective delivery system for CBD. When taken sublingually under the tongue, CBD is more rapidly and efficiently absorbed for maximum benefit. The effects last longer than they do from smoking or vaping and without the negative byproducts. Feels is grown with care and hand harvested by Colorado and Oregon farmers following organic farming practices. Their goal is to produce the purest end product available. Before Feels even reaches your hands, they test every batch produced with a third-party lab, ensuring purity and consistency. And now you can get Feels delivered straight to your doorstep. Become a member and get 50% off your first order. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash M&M, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash M&M to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. I think we are not alone in the fact that we have been doing a lot of late night Netflix watching and then you'll make ramen noodles and, <laughs> and let's not forget all the candy that I sell and, and I bring home to and the we, house. <laughs> once the kids go to bed, we open up all the candy and the chips. And I mean, listen, it's quarantine. We got to do what we got to do to get through. I have definitely been def- my eating habits. Let's just say we have not been at our best. 
Let's yeah, put it we have that. not even been at our almost best. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't want to keep our bodies healthy for the long run. And, you know, we might not be right now eating kale salads or drinking green smoothies, but it's okay because every day I've been taking my ritual and it is an obsessively researched vitamin for women. Rituals essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food. All in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. Ritual is essential for women. It's a multivitamin reimagined. It's delivered. It's a subscription and it's easy to start. It's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered each month, no strings attached. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash MNM to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash MNM. All right, let's get, okay, so we were going to go into, um, Okay, so I want to hear about how it happened that, and I I get where you guys are coming from because neither of you you said you were both virgins when you yes we lost our virginity to each other yeah okay okay I lost my virginity to Adam he did not by any means lose his virginity to me but I have that I have that any means not not no no, that's not true I lost some of my virginities to you yeah it just wasn't things we did were traditional. You know, right, vaginal intercourse. Get it, girl. Yeah. Okay. All right. But 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 I understand that whole like uh, you get to a certain point where you're like, holy fuck, this is gonna be the one per. I'm sorry, this is gonna be the one person I'm with for the rest of my life. Like, don't be sorry to me. That's your fault. Let's back up a little bit. And you know what's what's funny is I don't think either of us ever felt that way. Why? Was it more of a revenge thing? No. Oh no. Uh, so, so no. I'm saying we, I don't think I don't think that's part of our story. I don't think. No, no, no. That's not part of our story by any yeah, means. Uh, right. As far as so hopping into our infidelity is. Um, so should we just do like bullet point timeline? I don't know how how we do it, but uh, I however treat, you want to tell it. No, please do. I want to hear. Go ahead. So, I'd say it's just a lot. <laughs> it, it is a lot. It's like, man, how long is this? Well, I, yeah, do it yeah. so. But, uh, I still want people to go and listen to the episode. So you could do it, you know, I, but, uh, we want uh, the so, abbreviated version because there's so much to talk about. Right. right. There is, and we do talk about it extensively in our episode um, 10 on our podcast. But um, I cheated first. Uh-huh. Um, I confessed. Um, and she stay with you during those those next two years like we didn't go to counseling we didn't do anything yeah, I, I didn't want um i i didn't want to end things he was very very remorseful um he still wanted you know to work on things and i was like okay well let's you know let's work on it but i definitely underestimated how affected i was like it took a long time for that to really sink in and and feel like reality it just didn't feel real for a while and so we had, it had been about two uh, years. Uh, two, two, two years later. Yeah, two and years later. Um, 
And those two years were tough. They were terrible. They, they, were, they, were, they were very terrible. He was just terrible to me. And very, very selfish. After he confessed, he was. After, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. No, so, this is the thing. Yeah. After I confessed, like, I was definitely. Um, he was in a really in bad a very place. Very dark, though. dark place. I was in a yeah. very dark place. Um, he was not doing well at all. But I did not treat her well at all over the no. next couple of years. I'm very dismissive. Uh, Which was very selfish. Weird. And it's very, like, like, not characteristic, but definitely. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm the best thing that ever happened to you, and you don't deserve to be here. Like, I don't understand why you're being an asshole. But I was being a complete fucking prick. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, two years later, I hadn't asked at this point. Um, I had never asked if it ever happened again. Uh, and I just, I happened to. I was like, you know, has anything happened since the last time? And um, he was like, yeah, it has. Yeah. And I was going through... I was very like during this whole process, I was very suicidal, depressed. Yeah. Um, was yeah. it the same person or different person who you had the different people, different people, different okay. people. Yeah. Um, was it Sarah's no, older sister? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Sarah's older sister. Oh, okay. That was a, that was a swing Excellent and a miss. Question. That was a swing and a miss. <laughs> that was a swing and a miss. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> and my older sister, this would be a Dateline episode for right. sure. <laughs> I was really hoping it would have been her. I was, no, I was hoping for that. Stop for that. me, it was no. It was no one we knew. It was no one. Oh um, well, yeah, no, I no murdered her. Else, That's uh, the story. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna be you murdered him. It's interesting. You you picked her. Okay. True. Good point. And she asked. <laughs> why was that my default? She right? asked me one time. She asked me, and she said, "Hey, is there anyone else?" And I was struggling so much. I was in such a depression. Like I could not say. I couldn't lie. So I was like, yeah. yes. And I, I just needed like the truth to come out because I was like, like hiding everything. He couldn't inside. handle the weight of, of that. And at this point you hadn't cheated at all, Sarah. No, 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 okay. no not at all. No. Um, and this is when she like, she packed up the kids and left later. Went to I California. Was, I was in California in a couple her hours. Sister. Mm-hmm. And I, cause he was, I think you were, were you at work? I was at work. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember what, I think I was talking to a friend and it just like, that's not a question I would have texted him. You know what I mean? That's just kind of the way that it happened. And so we had a quick conversation on the phone and I was like, that, that. I was like, I'm out. Bye. She was done. And, and I was, this is really, I was she was very done. done. So this has already been two years after it happened the first time it happened again. Um, and she was done. Mm-hmm. And, and so I asked him, you moved out for, um, about a month or something. For a little bit yeah i moved out for a month i moved in with my brother yeah and then the kids were starting school and so i i had him i told, said that he could move back in we had a, a spare bedroom um but i was uh like had we had savings we would not be married now like if we had savings that i was able to go i'm taking half of this that's interesting out. yeah it, oh yeah she, for she sure was I, I was, was very done. done i took my um, wedding ring off i changed my name on facebook which sounds super petty but like that just felt like that was like the only thing that i could control mm-hmm. um and i really was just 100 percent. like if i if i could have realistically never seen him again i i wouldn't have i would have taken the kids and said bye um but, you know, thankfully that didn't happen. So he moved back in and it was, it was terrible. I mean, I was not very nice. I was not nice at all. Um, but I, I was mean, super, a little rightfully so. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I was just so, I was just so broken. And we. The, so the second, second go around is um, when I, I started going to therapy and. 
Yes. Um, I started right. to treat like, why did I make these decisions? Mm-hmm. Um, how did we get here? Like, right. How do, how do we get here? And uh, this is when I like kind of like first like discovered like my sex addiction. Um, and that was like an interesting like, uh, like process. So I entered a 12 step group that I, you know, went through a, over a year over with, and uh-huh. um, it was. Well, it was during this time too that you had some childhood trauma that you yeah, didn't know about. There's some like childhood trauma that I had not dealt with, and all of the stuff like came with like like all came once. So like I went to I went to therapy, mm-hmm. and ultimately I went to Sarah and I go, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I need to work on myself because I'm right. still a dad. Like if our marriage doesn't work out, I still yeah. need to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And I was already a wreck. I was like, I was in a very dark place. I was like, I need to start working on myself. So I started going to therapy on my, this 12 step group and it started getting better for me. It, like I started to, when I started, when I entered that 12 step group, the way that the, these other like sex addicts, the way that they talked is the way that I thought. And that was the first time I've ever in my entire life. I thought this way, like, because like I have some shit that I went through like as a kid and as an adult, like having certain expectations sexually, all these different like feelings being in, in that group and hearing other people. That was the first time I was like, holy shit, I'm not alone. It's not just now, you. You're not just a piece of shit. Right. It's but I will, I want to preface this by saying, and I say this every time there's so many men who cheat and they blame it on sex addiction. Right. And I don't want to like ever like, it's not the scapegoat. It's not the scapegoat. I'm not. I it didn't, didn't make it okay. I didn't, I didn't cheat because I'm a sex addict. Yeah. I cheated and I'm a sex addict. Right. Like I have to take responsibility for every action I take. Right. Every, the, the, it's still my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Those decisions. Yeah, and it's such an interesting thing to hear like that a sex addict can be someone who lost their virginity and then went seven years not having sex with anybody else and then all of a sudden right. cheated. Like it's, it, it's, you know, it, it can be all kinds of stories it doesn't you know it's not necessarily someone who has sex with 60 women exactly and and it it comes with like whatever i had a pornography addiction like there's there were so many things that building up to this that last that literally started when i was a child that like just progressed yeah well and what what i learned about it later is because i thought the first thing i was like oh okay yeah every guy is a sex addict sure i genuinely didn't really believe that it was a thing you thought it was just an excuse yeah, I did because uh-huh. that's all. I mean, I I my, felt like it was an excuse. Right. I I I still to this day hate saying it. Yeah. Because I feel like it's perceived as an excuse, and I'm like, if you perceive it as an excuse, I don't want to. I don't even want to bring it up because that's yeah. that's not what it is for me. I, it's not an excuse for me. Right. But it's 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 the basic part of it is the same thing with substance abuse. It's it's how you cope. It's that you have you know negative um, uh, emotions that you can't handle and some people do drugs and some people drink and right. for some people they uh resort to sex and and, and it can be in all different kinds of ways that that happens um but it's it's basically the same idea it's uh it's a coping issue that you have to right. deal you, with you kind of get addicted to your own your own serotonin levels your own yeah mm-hmm. dopamine levels and those type of things like lead to drugs like bad behavior same with like overeating like anorexia, those are some of the things you're you're addicted to your own like chemical imbalances in yeah. your body. Yeah, so and so it was interesting, right? And in the beginning, I didn't care. And, I was and like, this is what she she said to me in our band. She was like, "I don't have anything to do with your recovery." Yep. I was like, "Okay, it's mine." 
And I, I was like, I was like, I don't want to hear about your meetings. I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want you to tell me anything. I was like, it's not, I was like, I can't. I was literally just trying to like wake up in the morning and like take care of the kids. And yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. Like just trying to survive. Um, and so I was, I was really not mean. I was just stern about it, but I was like, that's your fucking problem. I was like, you have to fix it whether or not I'm here. So, uh, one of the big reasons why we got back together after that was because after he had been, you know, through therapy and through this 12 step program, he made like changes that I never thought he would make ever as a person, like personality traits that, I honestly never thought that he would be able to make. And so that was a really, really huge step for me. I'm so much more at peace with who I am now than I've ever been. He's a different person. Both of us are different people. From the program? Is that how? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Just Mm -hmm. understanding, like diving into like, why do you make certain decisions? Like what what drives those? Like, um, Why are you the way that you are? Sometimes why do you do some things that you don't want to do? That there's one part of your brain that doesn't want to do it and another sure. part of your brain is driving and saying mm-hmm. you have to do it. That sounds familiar. You don't have an option, right? Yeah, of course. But when you're, you know, there are certain things that you would never, ever do in your life. But if you're under the influence, if you're drinking, if you're doing drugs, if you're, there's a, there's a, that takes right. over your rationale, right? So you're thinking, you're, you're thinking one way when you're under the influence of whatever you're on that you would never do if you were not. So if you're drinking too much, if you're doing drugs you can rationalize whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And makes no sense to anybody else. It makes no sense to yourself if you're not under the influence. But if you are, mm-hmm. you can rationalize anything you want to do. Right. But you just don't have that normal inhibition that you would Correct. if you weren't. Yeah. Well, what's, what's, well, I think, I guess the difference is not, there's no rationalization of it. Yeah. Well, that's when it comes to someone who's in, in addiction or has that a brain of, of making well, a choice. I don't know because when I was when I was drinking heavily and doing stupid things, I could rationalize to my like I can make myself believe things that I would never believe otherwise. So if I you know if I'm two bottles in or if I'm you know whatever if I'm drinking too much and I'm doing and like running to Atlantic City and doing stupid things, I made it made sense to me. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because you had a need, right? Because you're in your, in that moment, like you're in your addiction so yes. you had a need, and you're going to make any justifications to fill that need. Um, but what I'm saying is with, in my, in my experience, I can make those justifications. It didn't need to have a, I didn't need to be inebriated to make those justifications. My own, like, like mind right. serotonin levels, dopamine, because there is a, like when you get turned on, when you get, you know, uh, sexualized, you yeah, but have I guess, like but serotonin maybe, levels that change. Yeah, but you you're get, getting those, those dopamines when you're, I mean, maybe even mentally when you're even just, when those thoughts come into your mind, you're getting those dopamine hits just because you're getting excited about it, thinking about Absolutely. it, you're getting those hits. That's the same thing as taking a drug or having a drink or doing it. Right. You're getting exactly. those same hits to your mind that's making you do things that you would never normally do. Oh, right. that's exactly what it feels like. Yes. But, but if you don't understand it, it feels like you're being mm-hmm. driven. It feels like you're being pushed. That's what I was and then, say. And people go, it's not my fault. Well, guess what? No, it still is your fault. It's still your responsibility. It's your responsibility. Um, but those are your, those, uh, those uh, hormones that are pushing you in that direction. And that's the way I felt going through all of this. And 
in my struggle. And I can only speak for myself. This is what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly yeah. the way, you, the the way you said it, Adam, was perfect. To, the, the, willing, the way you're willing to take responsibility for that, I feel like is for someone like you, Sarah, and someone like me who, you know, who are the victims. I don't want to say victims, but but really, we really we are. It's it's a victim mm-hmm. kind of thing, like the, re- the recipients of it. That's a huge, like you know, for a long time, Adam was lying to me, and he wouldn't take responsibility. And and once he did, it was sort of like, okay, that is like fifty percent of it right there, like right that's there the, off the bat. Yeah, that's the first step to resolution. Yeah, you can't. And I think a lot of times with the people we've talked to, they try to. Skip that, or can, they. Can I just kind of one thing we always say is yeah. own, own your, your shit. Own your shit. Yeah, yeah. Own your shit. You have to. Like we both bring shit to this relationship. Uh-huh. We both bring childhood things, the way we were raised, our expectations, the the things we want, we desire, the things that you know we fantasize about. All these different things we bring into this relationship. Mm-hmm. You got to own it. You got to own it. Yeah. You got to say, hey, I brought this in. And then you got to figure, figure it out together. And you got to figure it out. That's, yeah. That's right. the fun part. And it sounds like with you guys, which is similar to us, is that you had this underlying connection of like, even Sarah, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I know you said you were done and there was a time when I was done too. Like mm-hmm. I, he would come to me and say like, for us, it was gambling. It wasn't cheating. He was going and mm-hmm. gambling, but he would come to me and say, I'm going to Atlantic city. And I would be like, fucking go. I don't want you here anyway. Like, mm-hmm. But at the same time, there was this underlying, like, we had this connection. And I knew even when I hated him the most mm-hmm. that I, as much as I, I, I wanted him out of my life, I also didn't want him out of my life. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's a struggle of I love you and I want you near me, but I yeah. fucking hate you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, <sighs> you know, we had been... That was he was literally like I remember the very first panic attack I ever had. I didn't even know what anxiety felt like, but it was a day, and this was before um I think the second time um the that it happened, but I was still struggling really, you know, with the first time and the fact that he was being so mean. And I realized that I didn't have an identity outside of being married to him. Mm. Like we got, we've been together since I was a kid. He's li- he was literally my entire life, and that was a that was a great thing. It wasn't like it was a bad thing, but yep. realizing that for the first time was like paralyzing. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine a life without him because that had just it hadn't come up yet, um, and so that was you know that was really really difficult to to deal with. But what's interesting about ours like he says you know that it yeah he's a sex addict but that's not like that doesn't uh make it any better or worse or give you know a a rationalization for why he did those things at the same time like just because i wasn't the one who cheated first doesn't mean i have any less responsibility in what i did Mm -hmm. right and that was i think difficult for both of us yeah right yeah, so after we got back together, um, he was doing great. A I was year later, the worst like, I had ever been. A year later, we found I found out that she had cheated on me the pre that year. We were obviously 
not in a good spot in our relationship. Well, we were back in, and forth. What was hard is we were in two different places. He was doing right. great for the first time yeah. in his life. He was doing great. First of all, I was going to counseling. I was going to counseling yeah. once or twice a week. He was happy. He had I was peace. Going to, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was very, very excited with the progress I made. And, um, but she wasn't, she wasn't there with me. She was at a different, different I hadn't made any progress. She hadn't made any progress mm-hmm. because she was still hurt. Yeah. Sure. Like she hadn't, she hadn't started her healing process. I was yeah. starting my healing process by finally realizing what the fuck was wrong with me. Right. And, but now that created a whole nother couple of years where we had to kind of catch up together. Well, and, and really had I, had I been able to process things in a healthy way from the beginning, I don't, I think that that would have saved us a lot of heartache. I think I would have been able to make less poor decisions had I not like pushed stuff down like the way that I do. I don't do it as much anymore. I, this, I grew from this whole situation that I actually, you know, talk about my feelings now, but um, I think it would have saved us a lot of grief because I was so unwilling to, you know, really talk about it or there were things I just wasn't ready to talk about for so long, like for years. Yeah. So I went and backtracked us and put us back through, you know, a whole like level of shit. And then we were done again and then got back together and then we're done again. And then we finally got back together. <laughs> yeah. And then we finally, then we went to couples therapy. And well, I was were like, your oh, kids old start- enough to know that you were separated or do they not remember that? I, I'm, I'm sure they remember like a, a, a part, but for the most part, like we stayed in the same house. Yeah. Um, the times we were separated, like I worked my work schedule around. I still, still spent time at home. Um, right. I still, I still tried to, or we tried to like still create a, we still a, spent a time with the five of us. Yes. It wasn't like you're going with dad and you're going with mom. Got it. it was so they were young enough that they knew the difference that it was like a kind of a normal routine where yeah, we were there we for still certain kept times. Our normal routines over those because it was only so. like a gap of like a month, month and a half of okay. when we were separated, and um, we worked through it. Yeah. So, how do you deal with the the trust now? Like, are there certain things that you guys do, or are you ever worried it's going to happen again? Or well, how long ago was the last cheat? So, sixteen. Yeah, so we're looking at four years ago, four years ago. Okay. Four since we've years. been done. Yeah, since we're like back. To Everything coming. is done, like done. We're working, you know, and, no new stuff. And we're, we always joke this, like, and uh, I'm not taking this, this uh, direction from you guys, but when people are like, what if it happens again? What are you guys going to do? What we get that question all the time. We get that yeah. question a lot. But what if? But what if? Right. And people come off like kind of like. I think they're trying Poppers. to catch us. They're trying yeah, to catch yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we're like, if you had cancer and you and got, you beat it and you beat it, and the doctor said, "What if you got cancer again? Would you just die? Would, would you, you not die? do chemo? Would, would you not? Would you not work through it? Right. right. What kind of question like, is that? Or like, if you lost I would a think kid, it's such a, like a crappy if you, question. Like, if you lost a child, would you go to a couple and be like? I know you just lost a kid, but like, what if a second kid died? Like, would you be? <laughs> okay, but would you guys ever at this point, but, like, so, so, if. I want to answer that question, though, because we joke yeah, about yeah, the question. Yeah, so I want to answer it is that we, we would look at any next situation as a new situation. Yes. Like, don't get and, me wrong. And, it and, would be and a, we say this, an and issue. I, I want to make this a point. We believe that 
like most marriages can be saved and can be worked on and yeah. can be saved, but we don't believe every marriage should, should be. be right. Mm-hmm. Like that is, there's sometimes like if, if there's infidelity and stuff, sometimes it doesn't work out and we would yeah. advise against it. Like we're not just sitting here on our falling on our sword saying, Hey, stick it out no matter what. No. So I want to make that like right clear. Yeah. Some people assume that we think that like, like that we're against divorce. Right, like, oh, you cheated, it's fine. No, no, no. There's some no, we don't do think cheating like, is fine. It's worked out between it's us, crazy. and there's been a lot of sacrifice and back and forth, and, and we are very, very happy with it now. And yes. if, you, if you talk to our friends, if you talk to the people around us, like, they can testify to the amount of love we show each other and, mm-hmm. like, how our relationship is. Yeah, I don't it, think anyone's doubting that. I think that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, yeah. like, like to each their own, right? Like you guys, yeah. right. you were cheating. Absolutely. You guys you know, have this underlying love for each other, which is why it's working today. For Danielle and I, it was my trying to escape for whatever reason it was. We've come to understanding about what that was about, and now we're back to Wait, loving each other today. For anybody else, whatever the situation is, if you're not in it for the marriage, it's not for yeah. you. You get divorced. Well, like that's best for you and for the kids if you have kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, and two, I mean, it's, you know, I think I, it can sound very fairy tale, like that we like made it through all this stuff. But in, in all reality, we worked really, really, really hard. And to every get to situation where we are. is so different. Yeah. It's so I mean, personal and custom for each other. Had one of us not worked this hard, we wouldn't be married. Right, and it could, like, and that could have been okay. The only it, reason we're together is because both of us we really wanted to make this work. Really wanted to make it work, yeah, and for, yeah, but for so many reasons that, or so many times that these things happen, is because underlying you don't want to be married. Like oh, you got married yeah. for whatever reason, you don't want to be married, and one of you's cheating, one of you's not. Whatever the reason that's is, why we say, you're that's not what, supposed to be married. And that's yeah. why we, that's why we say like some. Some marriages shouldn't be saved. Exactly. And they don't want them to be saved. There's, but I will say that based off of, you know, our experience with what we went through. We don't like big ass excuses either. No, but, and how many other couples we've talked to that have dealt with us. I genuinely think there is a huge, huge population of people of couple that are very devoted to each other, that are very much in love, that very much want a life together and people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. account for having life changing mental health issues. Life changing. Like, like, like imagine all the all the changes you that happened with, for you. How many changes did you go through from the ages of twenty to thirty? Oh, hundred percent. You're right. different people. Right. Yeah. We, we, our thing is, I I always say, you know, I've said it a thousand times, is that you know, I always say. Forever is too long not to make any mistakes. No, you're fucking wrong about the oh. poet, asshole. <laughs> no, it, I always say it's, you know, until death do you part is a long fucking time to ask oh, you not to said. make any big mistakes. Right. No one fucking yeah. likes you, yes. But it's <laughs> like this, yeah. and that's why we did the episode is because we think there is a ton of couples out there yeah. that – you know, they're not cheating because they're unhappy. They don't because they, oh, we should get married. It was a mistake. They don't cheat because they, they want to be with someone else. Sometimes people fuck up and they make decisions that they regret. They make decisions that they said that they would never, ever do. And getting to the point where you do something that you have believed in your heart of heart that you would never, 
or be capable of doing, that's a very, very lonely place to be in. Mm. And it's looked so down upon and it should, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, that this, you know, is, you know, deserves like some grace, but when you're going through it, you know, I don't think that once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't think that if it's like, oh, like, well, then you must have not really loved that person. That is such a closed-minded view of things. Mm-hmm. And sure. not just like the issue of, you know, we didn't tell anyone or I didn't tell anyone what we were going through in the beginning because I knew that other people wouldn't forgive him. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to tell thing, anybody. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to tell anybody about what happened because... I was like, I don't, I don't want to put him in that position because, and it's just natural. People who care about you and love and love you will, you know, be upset with someone who hurt you mm-hmm. even past you forgiving them for what they did. Yeah. And what we've, you know, realized with so many couples is that there's so many people who deal with this all alone and there's so much shame the, the, and the shame, the shame part of it. That's the that's the part that like I feel like it's devastating. It's the, it, it's the part that I feel like we we want to like like stand up for the most is like yeah. If you've cheated, it is shameful. It feels shameful. But and you're not honestly, the sum of your mistakes. No, no, but quite honestly, it should feel shameful. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say it. it should it should feel shameful because what you did it is. But there's moving past. There it. has you, to come. There have, has to come an end to the. You shame. get a step past that and you move forward and mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't have to live in that shame you don't have to you can move forward you can heal you can be better you can you know well and the other side of it i think is that it's almost embarrassing to admit that you took a cheater back mm, like there yeah, that is people think that shows weakness yes Absolutely. oh are you codependent oh are you and you know people just paint all of these pictures all of a sudden and you know there's just so many people out there that have been in a position like us where they're sorry it's not that they want something else they just fucked up they fucked up in the worst way possible mm-hmm. but they still you know want it to work and that's kind of why we decided to you know, do this episode. It it's, wasn't it's to really help started, us. It's really what started our podcast. Yeah, it, it was to we, do we, that episode. We, we wanted to say, "Hey, people who cheat, you're not alone. You're not alone. Like, not we're not we're not pom poms for you. Seventy percent of we want to say, hey, percent of marriages that deal with infidelity choose to work it out in the, or in, try in the first go round. In the first go round, work it out. With that kind of number, it's it's a still feel so alone. And we, yeah. our, response, our response has been our, our response. I, I thought we would, I thought we were going to be like hung in the town square and like, you know, with the scarlet letter pinned to our chests and we weren't at all. Right. Yeah. But we felt really. the same way. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so good. Like, out with our shit, you know, how do you, do you, mm-hmm. how do you guys feel like when you guys like, cause you guys are really transparent and like, uh, you guys have fought and stuff like, well, cause does that, does that feel us, valid, like validating, like, like you guys put your stuff out there. For well, thousands of people to listen to. And we ask that because we have a rule, a strict rule on our podcast. We will not talk about issues that aren't already settled. No, we have gone through issues on our podcast. Right, right. Yeah. Which is why we say you guys are more transparent. I would, yeah, I think you I would not do that. Uh, you he would well, do it. you know what happened? You, uh, let me, I'll be honest and tell you what happened is that when we started the podcast, I thought we were sort of in the, that position. I thought we were sort of through most gotcha. of the stuff. And then I learned about stuff that I didn't know about before the podcast. 
Gotcha. So then we were sort of like, we had, we were already, and I'm glad, I'm sort of glad it worked out that way because um, I think it did bring something that was new and that no one had ever done. And, and it, and it offered people, like you were saying about the shame thing, like it offered people, uh, Oh fuck, if they can do this in front of hundreds of thousands of people, then I can do this too, you know? Yes. But, but, but I did not know when we first started the podcast, it was the, I thought that we were again, not to COVID it, but I thought we were at the apex of what was going on. Right. And it turned did, out did that you we flatten the not, curve. We were flat. <laughs> I thought we were flattening the curve. We were not quite at the like, oh, we were Well, we weren't at the curve yet. Okay. We great. were not at the apex yet. Um, you know, to quomify it, it was, it was, we were still at the, uh, we were getting to the peak, but you know, no. So, so for us, it, it wasn't deliberate. It, it just was uh-huh. uh, then we were in it and I was sort of like, okay, well, literally what we said in the middle of the guilt episode is we say we are an honest podcast. This is what is going on. Now we have to be the honest podcast. And we did it. Right. Well, yeah, we, we have. And we, you know, we've gotten to the point where we've been in, a, you know, in the middle of a podcast and we, th- we were literally throwing our headphones off and yelling and screaming <laughs> so at each funny. other. Yeah. And like, it's only funny because it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. no. There have been sometimes, but you know, and it's the same thing, like, like, but at the same time, you know, for the guilt episode, we, we got amazing feedback and, and people were so, people have always been so generous and our true, you know, listeners and our true, uh, followers are so wonderful and so accepting. But then I think once that was done and we got that out of the way, people were sort of like expecting me to be like, okay, it's over. Let's move on. And then when I didn't move on and I was still bringing it up, people got pissed. Right. Yeah. yeah they're like, get over it. People like, were like, it's okay. What it's the enough. Fuck? You're still they're harping like, on it. And I was like, well, that wait was a last minute. week's episode, Danielle. Get yeah. over it. Yeah. And then I was sort of like, well, wait a minute. If we're doing this in real time, then aren't I allowed to heal in real time? Aren't we? Well, you can't. You can't make no, a timeline is, for me. Yeah. This is no. not the virus. This is young and the restless. Bitch, not yeah, this <laughs> is young and the restless. You dance, guys, monkey dance. You right, need to right. dance. Right. This is not a TV reality show. This is not like you say something in the episode's over. Right. and then you forget about everything yeah. but, but again yeah. you know like, who else has fought over one topic for like nine months yeah there was one episode right? that we put out that i think was our most real episode and don't get me wrong like i say our uh, our supporters were incredible but then there were the people who that might you know they might have listened to that episode and they were sort of like this bitch needs to get a hold of things <laughs> you know like and that was really like the crux of our bad reviews was this one episode where they were like that's one too far well that was You've taken it one too far you should have been done at episode Fuck you know them. 92 but 93 people. was too much no that was me that's probably your fault. Yeah, that's probably your fault. Yeah. Are you trolling trolling her with all these? I have like, like I, I don't have, know how to do this. And it's I just have, you and your I have 50, different, 50 different accounts where I go <laughs> and I'm like, Danielle, you need to calm down. Yeah. Like, but, chill but, out. But, but like, I, I never want to talk the, about this again, so I'm gonna send a bunch of bad reviews so we can never <laughs> talk about this again. And then it'll be her idea. One of the amazing things of podcasting is that, you know, we really we did we did, we did it in real time. And now, you know, we've been really good. For the past, mm-hmm. you know, whoever knows how long. And that's genuine too. And I think people can feel that and know that that's after hard work. Well, I don't, I mean, your guys' podcast is huge. I don't think anybody can argue as to whether or not you guys are, you know, what you're doing is working. It's, 
it's not for everybody, but nothing right, is. Right, 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 and I, right. I just think it's funny when people like to complain. Like, cause yeah. you, you know what's see, funny though is that we've had nothing to fight about for quite some time now. Uh-huh. And I feel like people who are listening for the fights and feel less no, you know, to it, like they're they're disappointed. I disagree. And like we need to fight about something. No, I disagree with you. She right? disagree. She's agree gonna fight you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna start a fight right now. Well, yeah. she can disagree. Yeah. That doesn't mean she's right. Listen, but, if we uh, don't ever fight again, I will be fucking shocked. <laughs> then something is wrong. Being home with you, <laughs> quarantined for two months, we got plenty. To yeah, fight exactly, about. exactly. All right, I, I'm I'm interested in now. What so you guys have kids a little older than ours, but pretty similar. <clears throat> I'm interested in what you would say now, knowing what you know. What are you telling your kids about what they should be listening, like looking for in a partner? Like, what um, would you say to anybody you know out there who is maybe dating or your kids or like what do what are the what's the criteria? Don't get pregnant at 17 and a half. Or do that, look at them? They're fine. Or do no, no. So we, we always say, <laughs> oh. So we this is this is our saying. I, I, we should we are the exception, not, not the, the rule. rule. Right, right, right. We are the exception. Most yeah. teen pregnancies yeah. don't end up in success the way oh, we I've are. I've seen no. Teen Mom. I've watched it. Most marriages don't get through. Yeah. Well, we've been, what no, we've been. We are the exception. regardless of the age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, like dating in general, I just. I don't know. It's interesting because I we've talked about you know the hypothetical of if like what would we look for in a in a new spouse, like if one of us died or we got divorced or whatever. That's a good question. Yeah, we were to go. You know, would what would it be? I think we have very contradictory opinions oh, mine's about simple. that. Just brunette with big tits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was so close. <laughs> Listen, oh, I have to oh, let my okay. roots. I have to let my roots right. let, grow. Let Danielle's roots you have, grow. You didn't out. have your li- list ready, Sarah. Sorry, no, I don't, my, my I don't have a list. you have a list. No, but um, I think I, I don't know. We, we people who are dating ask us for advice, and we tell we them we're like since high school. <laughs> like, like what the? Fuck? Uh, I can no- tell you how to be a wife. I cannot tell you how to be a girlfriend. And right. and we we very much think like if you're not married, you're single. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that, but in my mind, I'm like, you don't, if you don't have a life together, you're one fucking text message away from just never dealing with that person ever again. If you really wanted to, like you could just be out. Um, and I just think it takes, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think it'll work if the other person is not aware of their own shit. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not working on themselves, if they don't know that they have flaws, like if they're not compromising, like that is somebody that I would stay away from. Oh, mm-hmm. I always say my, my, my advice is compromise. Yeah. Compromise. Compromise. I think is the thing you that, talk to each other. that no one wants to do because I think that compromise, sometimes you have to admit where you're wrong and sometimes you have to admit sometimes you're right, but you have to give up in those areas where you're right. Even, um, well, here- there's some times where, maybe something's more important to your spouse or your, your partner than it is you give them that area. If it's more important to them, well, whether it's a holiday tradition or we've said whatever. this before is that I think sometimes people look at compromise. No, I'm, oh. I'm saying sometimes people look at compromise as a personal loss. 
Yes. Like I'm going to compromise and that I'm losing in that area, mm-hmm. but we're yeah, not compromise fighting. Compromise does not always, equal, always mean a loss, a personal loss. No, it could mean a so, communal win. Right. So sometimes like, we'll, I look at it as like trading, like economics, right? Like, uh-huh. So we trade back and forth. All right. We'll go to this family party. We'll go to my family party here. Yep. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, and you trade back and forth and then you, everything works out. Well, what if we, it's, it's like politics. What have we said um, when it comes to but not that serious. compromising? No, I forgot. Um, I was going to make it. Point. <laughs> no, no. Can you guys imagine right now? Okay, so you've been together since the 90s, right? Us two, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine today, if you were to split up today and go out on the dating scene, would you not know a fucking what to chance. do? I'd get I would be see. fucking lost. I'd get so much pussy. Oh, I would slay. How? Yeah, tell me I would how. Slay. Oh yeah, no, I, I think Grindr? I think Bro, I could have. I would play the single Grindr? responsible I think, dad is that a part. Well, I was asking him. I don't know. He knows how to do it. I would learn. Fine. Play the it. single. I would play the single. Have it together. Single dad. Men are super easy. Oh, that, no, that, no, that, no, but if you puppies, if you were a single dad of puppies, that might no, work. No, but for real, I like, don't think any girl is like, oh, you're a single dad of three teenagers. I'm in. I, don't I know, disagree. Like Sterling, you can't really? go, you can't go to a yeah. bar and be like, oh, hey, what's going? Like, hey, bullshit. Thirty-year-old women love that. That really? she's got, she's got the kids half the week. I'm good. We don't know what we're talking I got, about. I got also, to, remember, we also, don't know. Also, we have no idea. We've not been single <laughs> since high school. We're, we're, know very, how to use we're the very confident. So in, our, in our fantasy, we, we're We're really confident, confident that we could fucking slay as single people, right, but right, we don't know. Right. We'd probably end up at the bar in Vegas gambling our life away at our, at our local bar and not talking to anybody and Lies. being best friends with yeah, our bartender. That sounds Sterling, amazing. Sterling would have a wife in two weeks. Oh, I'd get wife in a heartbeat. And a I wife? would have five sugar daddies. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd be still being paid, uh, still pay child support. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I can't. Dating sounds, I don't know. It sounds worse. Dating or being single, I, re- I really don't. Right, like that sounds dating. Awful I think dating. Dating sounds yeah. awful. You, dating especially sounds today, awful. it's so different. It sounds like the Office episode where Michael Scott gets set up with uh, Pam's landlady. Landlord. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like. Ugh. I don't even know what to ask. Him. That would be me. I would ruin every date. Hey, every day. Ruin I don't know, Sarah. Are you like me in the fact that, like, if I'm gonna, if if he and I, if he's, if I'm ever gonna cheat on him, it's going to be with one of my friends who I already know. Are you of the same? Are you gonna be like? Are you going for the lesbian experience or no? Yeah, she meant a woman, by the way. By her yeah, friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. My friends, yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that no. that's the only way. No, you're all man. I'm all okay. cock. Okay. Yeah, no thanks. No, no sexual fantasies about women. No. No scissoring. Okay. Damn it. I, I don't scissoring Damn it. either. Don't, don't be, don't, don't oh. cut to the chase. But that's, you don't know what goes on. Like, but I also <laughs> come from the perspective. Life, but you, so you do? But I, I will say, I also come from the perspective that I think two men is hot. Really? Yeah, really? And apparently that's weird. Why is that so weird? Sterling, did you cheat with another man? No. No. Okay. No, Bobby. No. no. Cool with it. That's a great question. Yeah. No judgment. No judgment. Here. No judgment at all. I mean, all. there's me? been some very handsome men that have flirted with you. Yes. We no, wouldn't no, be married. No, I, but I respectfully declined. If I cheat or when he dies, God willing, um, God I, willing, I will be with another man. <laughs> gonna happen. Not, I will not be with another man. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. See, Adam, Adam, that's gonna say like you have so much testosterone. 
she's she's done. She can't put up with it. You are it's, all that is man. I am too much man for her. You are yeah, too right. much man, bro. Yeah. Right. You're that too much it. man. Uh, Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right, okay, I want to know your favorite thing to do together. Uh, have sex. Sex. Have yeah. Sex. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, you we have sex talk a, lot. a lot. We you do. And I noticed on your question, she has so like, so you have sex I think, a yeah. lot. The next question, I think the next question is. No, uh, I know you guys say it's important. I, I agree yeah. with that. Are you having sex during quarantine? Yeah. Yes. Oh. What kind of sex? All. All of them? All of the above. All the sex. All, all of them. D. All of the above. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. I will say, though, our numbers. Uh, we're we at the beginning of quarantine we were like oh let's like try to set a record like let's try to get as many in as we can blah 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 and we started off strong but then i realized that i you know being bored doesn't really make me horny i'm super fucking bored right, right. see i am not i have no sex and i'm usually a pretty sexual person i have no sex drive right now whatsoever Mine's this definitely lower, yeah. This happened to me after 9-11, too. I was like, this is not a sexy time. You know what it is? I watch too much fucking news. Sexy and sex have nothing to do with each yes, other. Yes, they do. They have no. everything to do with each other. Because I'm don't. i not a stress sex person. I don't have sex to, like, release stress. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's not my go-to. Yeah. I Why are we analyzing? Yeah, I'm a sex what, addict. Like, I have sex to have everything. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not. Well, no, why are we analyzing what sex represents? Like, just fucking let's have sex. No, like, no. It doesn't mean, like, you, you're No, I can't watch people getting stacked in body bags and then be like, okay, let's get it on. Like, I, but, but that's my okay, fault. Cool. It's my fault just, because I watch too much. Because you're too, too, just too, too much in here. Change the channel yeah. for seven minutes. I know. Get distracted. Mm-hmm. And then revisit it. So mm-hmm. I should go from CNN to the Playboys, Skinamax, and then <laughs> Skinamax. Yeah, oh, I will say fun. those. There's Start with National Geographic science. and then move on. There's right. science. No, all she has to do is watch Cuomo for five minutes. She'll oh, be hot. That's true. That's true. And then I can come right. in. I can Cuomo, there you go. Cuomo is a handsome man. He's hotty, yeah. His that's how I feel too. about our sheriff. Our sheriff is. Really? Cuomo is a handsome man. The sheriff. Okay, I like it. All right, what is your biggest issue that you fight about? Um, I don't... Biggest uh, issue... I mean, uh, besides the obvious, the big stuff. What's no, the little like, stuff? No, like, but, uh, like, is it finance? We, is it the kids? Is it parenting? No, I'm talking about like the children. Usually, okay, here's what it is. It's, it's, it's unmet needs. Right. It's unmet needs. Yeah. Um, and, and I say that, and that's very fucking vague. Oh, God. Well, that obviously came. I did not think about any of my needs. I thought about the laundry list of your needs. Oh, you're fucking kidding! You have (laughs) so many more needs than me. I need like two things. You need like fifty. If I cook at home, oh my god, dinner! Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, no unmet needs. Like any time during a relationship, like the um, let's say you've gone on a lot of dates recently. I think that so you've had a quality time together, but maybe. So I'm a believer in like the five love languages kind of thing. 
where you have like acts of service, you have words of affirmation, all these different things add up. I don't even know where you're going with this. What are you looking at me for? I'm not looking for you anymore. (laughs) What I'm saying is that during like certain times in a a relationship, we, we may spend a lot of quality time together, but we're not like talking to each other so there may be some unmet needs in certain areas that you that you're not that you're not aware of and we fight about for us most recently it was like hey acts of service sarah wanted to give you a blowjob in a long time oh sorry what no 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 thank you danielle no and a long time is two days okay oh that is a long time Sarah, you should come out to Jersey. <laughs> and Danielle should go out to Vegas. Listen, I, I would love to teach a blowjob class. I have a lot of things to say to women. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Mm-hmm. But going back to unmet needs, like certain things like for her was like sometimes uh, like some quality time or like she really requested a, few, a certain certain dates to be done a certain way, like me cooking for her or um, things no, you that she owed, really You owed needed. me a date. You fucked up and you messed up a date I planned. And I was like, we're cool. FYI, you got to figure, right. you got to so replan the fights date. are over unmet, unmet needs and I didn't meet this need. And that's why we fought over it. It's a very general, weird way of saying <laughs> Okay. That. All right. I-, I will accept it. But I will say that we're, we're not in, we've been pretty good. We've had a couple we've fights. We've this all the time though. This is something that. For that's probably what comes up. Yeah. It's like. Mm-hmm. Hey, what am I lacking right now? Like, I I need a little bit more affirmation here, or I need a little bit more like support. I want you to touch me more. I want you to. You I feel know, like most of our fights. More. I feel like they stem the, from you mouthing off, though. From you mouthing off? You. <laughs> I don't mouth off. That. You right. to skew it. I don't mouth off. Oh Don't no, even mouth, don't lie in front oh, of our friends. No, no, I do no. not mouth off. You say exactly what you mean. And I mean, now, now that, I say it more. Here's the thing. I say what I mean, and Sterling says things he doesn't mean. And that I, that I lied. That is the root of our fights. Yeah, it's, it's how that we, I will say something. Yes, we... Okay, that's the better answer. We, we, that was a really long answer to get to this. Yeah, Christ. That's Hence why I'm like, why are our fights are so about? long? Oh, my gosh. All right, let's do some lightning round questions. All right, wait, wait, wait. All right, um, how has the podcast changed your relationship? Um, I think it has brought us closer because there's so much, uh, stuff that like we haven't really revisited in a long time. It's just second nature. Like, uh, we did a, a episode about fighting and we have some, we have like a list of rules that we stick to, um, that we hadn't really talked about in a long time. We just sort of follow them. And so that was right. And we, we call each other out too. Like, yeah, don't rule. you break, don't nope, you broke a rule. Up. That's it. We're done. That's, imp- that's, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so it, it's, it. it's been fun to revisit some like specific things, like, you know, parts like the foundation of our relationship that we set up so long ago. So that's been, that's been pretty fun. Oh, good. Um, all right. Lightning round. Ready? Oh, thank you. Yes. Go ahead. You, you want to ask first? Yes. Okay. Well, no, this is dear to my heart. Which of the two of you are messier? Me. Her. Okay, so we're Her. even. Okay. You're, but you're not you're not very tidy. I'm not, Are you no, uh, so you're not like like I'm not the opposite. I'm okay. a close Seth, second. I am. Okay. So we're she's disaster So who does more cleaning no. around the house? Organized chaos. I know exactly right. where everything is. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay, who's freakier in bed? Me. Me. Ah! <laughs> 
Hundred percent me. No. All right. No, one, all- one example for Sarah. Go. Freakiest thing you like to do in bed. Um, I don't know about the freakiest, but I talked him in, in into into butt stuff. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, but I, yeah. I learned how to tie all the knots and all the role play. He thinks because he watched <laughs> YouTube videos on bondage. Installed handles next to our bed on the wall to the two by fours. But wow. I was down for the wow. handles. That doesn't mean that you're freakier than me. That's it. It was a lot more prep on my end. I, I think I'm freakier because I have talked to him I into something this shit he out. didn't want. I planned this shit out. But I like brought you to the dark side. I was like, I think you'll like this. And you were like, no, I won't. And then I showed you and you're all, yeah, I fucking like it. That's well, why I think. the monster that's bigger than you now. Sorry. But, all right. mm-hmm. So who would win shot for shot? Taking shots. Who would, who would be down me. first? Oh, who would go down first? Shot. Yeah. Drink shots? Yeah. yeah. She'd go down. You'd go down you first? Think? Yeah. I played rugby for eight years. True. Did you really? Could, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I could hold my own, but she yeah, could, body weight, he would just, he'd beat me. She right. would be, she would be a very I'm a respectable opponent. I'm a worthy <laughs> opponent. She's a very worthy opponent, but there's not many, very many people that can. My, my superpower is convincing people who don't want to take shots to shot with me. I don't know what it is. It's the only thing. I respect that. That's like Dude, my thing. She gets yeah. people drunk. She gets Sterling people drunk. has watched it over the it, years. It, He's it, like, I don't know how I to walk do away. it. I'm like, stop, stop. I'm not going to be part of this. People, I'm away. they don't tell me no. I don't know why. We, we, we need to do a drinking game one night. Can you drink more than like your weight? Can what does you that drink? mean? Like most people think. He wants think, to know if you're going to, like he wants you to try to kill yourself. No, can, can yeah. like some people, you know, they, they drink per their weight. Do you feel you can drink more than what you think? Usually, you know what I'm to yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, like Adam, for me, Adam, like for me, rookies. I'm probably 80%. like one. Like for me, I'm like one sixty-five, right? I'm five eight. I'm one sixty-five. I'm I'm not a huge guy, but I can drink like a two hundred and thirty-pound guy. I right. would brag about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think I can. I can hold my own. Occasionally, I'll I'll have like a I blocked out after three drinks. We don't know why, kind of thing. But for the most part, that yeah, I, I'm okay. All right, who's I, the first? I, I'm embarrassed think- about the amount of alcohol I can drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm embarrassed, so I don't won't be embarrassed. Be proud. Who yeah. says sorry? Who says the first to say sorry? Me. Yeah, Sterling. Me. Okay. She never says it's, sorry. It's my biggest existing character flaw. I'm working on it. Existing. existing it's what the fuck? It, it yeah, you is never say sorry. You're out of your mind. <laughs> it is a it's it's hard for me, but th- that's one area that I'm working on a lot. But I've hired a the person worse. Every time she said I'm sorry, I've hired someone to etch no. it in stone. No, he has not. It's happened who's twice. The, who's the screamer in kids? Well, or Her. is there a screamer? No. There is a screamer. She's a, Somebody she's a screamer. No, I think we go back and forth. I think we go back and forth. Mm. Don't give me no no, don't give, I'm not saying that I don't. Percentage I have, percentage wise, leaning her. I'll, I'm fucking with them more. I'll, you yell for no reason. I but, yell for reasons. Oh, my kids did my, did my kids did complain the other day. They no. go they go <gasps> How dare you? They said, Dad, do you do you just wake up angry? Yeah. Like <laughs> you just wake up angry? And I'm like Sterling talking is yelling. Right. I'm like, if I raise my voice, it's like See, I feel like no, you I'm seem excited. like the sweetest, like the He's most. He's a teddy bear. Yeah, you seem Everyone like a teddy bear. Thinks yes, that. everybody yeah. thinks that. Yeah. Everyone thinks. Here's the thing. I think I want that, him to be my dad. The way that we no exactly. fuck him. The way that we are. I think the way that people see us and the way that we interact. I feel like those roles are opposite behind closed doors. Okay. 
Okay, I get that. And it's, it's, it's not that we're not really these people, but I am not, when it comes down to it, like when it comes to fights and serious conversation, you won't see me joking. You will not hear me be sarcastic. You will not um, hear me say things that I don't mean. Um, I'm very serious. It's probably the only time you'll see me serious is if right. Sterling and I are in a fight. As when we're in a fight, Sterling gets loud. He'll get mean. He'll say things he doesn't mean. He'll say things just to be a jerk. And oh, let me chime in here. Could plenty of times where I'm the only fucking person mad in the house, and everyone else is just making fucking jokes. But you're not really mad. You're just oh, irritated. See, they don't even validate. They, oh, you're not really mad. <sighs> Fuck y'all. You're not. <laughs> Fuck y'all. You're mad all the time. How are we supposed to no. know? You're always <sighs> angry. <sighs> y'all should know. But yeah, no. Everyone thinks that like I'm this like super feisty, like she overbearing wife. No, but no, she you're is. a fucking liar. Absolutely I'm a, not. I'm a saint. No, he is not. Absolutely. He is a lot more difficult to be married to. I'm the easy one to be married to. Yeah, I can. I'm sure. Would you agree? Of course. <laughs> is that a statement? <laughs> He's talking shit. I promise you. I'm gonna. You know, based what? off of who's blowing me tonight, I will agree. <laughs> All right, who's Listen. more who's more annoying when they're drunk? Sterling. Yeah, I'll I'm agree. I'll, I'll agree to that. I'm like yeah. a happy, like flirty drunk. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, flirty being the operative word there, it, and it doesn't get pretty because then I'm also combative, and that's not good. Like yeah. I, yeah, it's not. Good. I always know Adam's drunk because he starts playing with our dogs like really rough, and I'm oh, like, great. oh yeah, he's wasted. You're all good yeah, to bed. I'm a fun, like I'm a fun wasted. Yeah, do you? Oh, usually like, I'm fun too. I'm fun, but not usually. What do you mean usually? You're, I, you think you're I having always, fun. I always end up crossing the line. Like there's always a line. Yeah, and of course. I just, I fucking, I, like, I just love to tap it. I do. Well, I, I, bitch, I, I don't say you don't, like, you don't cross the I, line ever. I keep it here. No, here's the thing. I don't. Um, oh, here's where you go. I'm I cross a, the line more. She's a bad puker. Yes, this but I also out. I also make it a point. Um, I don't have too much if we're around other people. Oh, that's I don't good. I don't like to be I out of control with <laughs> me too. Me too. But I'm like, okay. but I got an Uber for the night. I'm like, but I also it, let's drink. Yeah, yeah but I also don't. I mean, I feel like when I drink, I I come down. I'm like this all the time, right? Are you Tom? Are you hungover? Do you get hungover pretty easily or no? You're so young. No, our liver, Not our livers easily. have been. Uh, no, I get hungover. I'm we've been now in I training. get hungover really easily. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why we drink wine now. Like we. No, we, even still, I feel like I get hungover. Oh, all right, wine too. Oh, my liver's trained. Yeah. It doesn't get. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't get we've been training anymore. for years. Uh, all right, Sarah. Who would Sterling uh, in the celebrity realm? Who would he say he'd have sex with if it wasn't with you? What celebrity? Um, Jessica Alba. Really? Or, or uh, let's see, it's they're all Latino women. <laughs> Jessica Sorry. Alba, um, uh, uh, Salma Hayek, but from like Desperado. Oh, Salma Hayek. Oh, I get that. Old, yeah, Salma Hayek is gorgeous. Salma, Salma Hayek, Hayek right now. now. But like Salma Hayek and Desperado was like peak Sterling. And in that Matthew um, Perry movie, she was great. Fools Rush In. We talked about that the other Vegas. night. In Vegas. Was that in Vegas? Yes. Yes. Yep. One of my favorites. Fools Rush In with uh, her and uh, you, you've seen it. Matthew Perry, yeah. But yeah, yeah it, 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 it would be, she has to have long, pretty brown hair, big boobs, and a pretty face. That's his type. Okay. Guilty. All right. So yeah. Sterling, same question. Who would Sarah say? 
right now, I, I don't know. I've, who did we were just talking about? I don't like typical pretty boys. No, she likes she likes goofy white dudes. Um, yeah, I like old guys. That's why obviously. she married you, right, Sterling? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like she yeah. looked, exactly. Who were we Maybe. just watching that I was all oof. like? She'd probably she'd bang Tom Segura for sure. Oh, Tom Segura, love him. Who's that? Tom, Tom Segura, Segura, the comedian. Comedian. Oh yeah. Or Love Burke Kreischer. I don't know who that is. Burke okay. Kreischer has a dad bod. She'd probably be all. I dig the dad bod. These people. Okay. I like Randy Batista. I like the big Who's boys. Randy Batista. Um, well, from Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax. Oh. Um, oh boy. That's not. That's not his name. Um. Batista. Yeah, it is. Yeah, not his first name though. What have you said? Oh, Dave um, Batista. See, yeah, I Dave, don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I my taste is her. Weird. Her taste yeah, goes, like hers changes all the time. I she only have eyes for Sterling. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Just kidding. <laughs> all right. What and is Luke, one Luke thing, What is one thing you would both like to try in bed that you haven't yet? Well, it sounds like they've tried it all. So no, but like a three, would you a threesome? No, that's a really good question. No, attached fucking the the sex swing. A sex wing. Sex wing. <laughs> the only reason we don't have it is because the kids won't notice that at all. Exactly. Right. That's on the right. list. That right. that's happening. That and I would be super down for the machines. Um, but they're expensive. What what, what machines are we talking about? Like yeah. you know the ones that like it's automatically like a kitchen aid. Yeah. We're so old. We're so old. Dude, Adam, okay. Adam, 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 they make blowjob one, ones. Wait, hold on. What? They make, they make blowjob ones, Adam. <laughs> Adam, Adam, hold on. They make blowjob ones. Send me the you link. sit them on your lap and they just, the machine blows you. You know what? I want one of those real dolls that are like realistic now. He needs no, one right really? now during quarantine, yeah. Right? I don't know. The dolls freak me. I'm down for everything except the things that look like fake dead yeah, people. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you. Well, it's better than nothing who's Daniel who's freaking out because of this virus. Yeah, I'll buy him a nothing, doll. I'll so buy him a I need doll. something. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, something you would never try sexually. Never. We would never have a threesome. Okay. I'd never is, that because, I, is that because of I, I would, I would, experiences or because of like I would never ha- fuck a dude. Okay. Yeah. I just, I don't, uh, I think people hear our story and they think that we're like these very like open, like swingers, like want to open relationship, like <laughs> that we Not want familiar. other people around and we're all, no, that's the whole fucking point. That was the right. issue yeah. is that yeah, other people no, were around. No, we would never have a threesome either. And I, I feel very much like, I don't know if you guys have seen Indecent Proposal with Robert Redford. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about this recently. More, yeah, we just oh, talked yeah, about yeah. Okay, right. So I feel like, yeah, the next day we would be like, what the fuck do we just do yeah, oh, we that totally would be, do it would that. be bad. Oh um, no, if someone I can wipe my tears, I can wipe my tears with the with yeah. with the hundreds. Yep. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll if, take a million for, for sending Danielle out for a If no, someone no one's paying a million dollars for me, I hate to tell As you. long as he if has someone, a smaller penis. If someone offered you a million me a million dollars <laughs> to let you have sex with him, I'd be like, you get in there and you make me proud. Right. <laughs> and can I watch and take pictures? No, yes, I, that is not what I would want because I, I would my just, mom would be in there watching and taking pictures. She'd be like, "You're gonna make your first friend? million. No, that's how be, Danielle made her first million. I'd yes. be online yes. shopping. I'd be yes. car shopping online while he that's was right. like, you you'd know, be, you'd have your phone money. out while he's doing it. Just, are you done yet? 
Yeah. No, my <laughs> mom would literally be like, oh my God, I'm so proud. Give me some hundies over here. Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, give her the best 30 seconds of her life, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, if someone man. paid me a million dollars to have sex with me as a man, I'm like. I wouldn't even tell you. I would just be like, guess ever. what? I got a million dollars. Don't ask how. Yeah, it'd be done. We'd, we wouldn't fight about it. It would be fun. Has no. there ever been a man, just a woman came up to him and just, I want to give you money to have sex with you. No, because women don't happened? have to do that. No. Uh, Jason Momoa might. Oh, that's that. how yeah. Danielle and I met, by the way. Yeah, that I asked you to have sex with me. No, so I would pay you. Yeah. I believe yeah, you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. You asked me. I mean, no, I was a little <laughs> bit of a prostitute because yes. we, our second date was in Atlantic City and he, we went upstairs and he, so I was in college, right? So I, we, I lived like, you know, we lived two hours from Atlantic City when I was in college in New York City. Now we live like an hour. But uh-huh. I, I literally like, we went to Atlantic City, my friends and I, and we would pull our $40 together for an entire night to gamble. And then I went to Atlantic City with him who wasn't in school. He was working and he literally like handed me like $100 bills, like $500 bills, like go gamble and do what you want. And I was like, like to leave me alone. And I was like, I have never loved someone so much in my entire life. Like it was, it was like prostitution. It was literal prostitution. Yeah. I have always said though, a wife is the most expensive prostitute. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, I have one last that. question for you guys. What, okay. we, we speak about this all the time. We've done multiple episodes on this. What is your biggest pet peeves about each other? Like minimal, like stupid things every day, like in the house. Like for Danielle, it's, she's a slob. From her, for me, it's, there's nothing. What about yeah. you guys? For you, it's nothing? No, nothing. I, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing he, wrong. He will have a, a long list. I got to think about one. Really? Oh yeah, he he'll have. I bet you he has four or five things he could spit out. He could. And you don't have right anything now. that you can think of. Do you cook? Do you clean? Do you whatever? No, I'm trying to get that out of people. Oh. <laughs> no, mine is mine is just sometimes she forgets shit, and that's just. Oh, see, that's not even one that I was going to say. Was she forgets him. shit. Like, she forgets yeah. shit. I forget yeah. shit yeah, a lot. Yeah, no, that, like, that counts. No, that's Adam. That's Adam. He doesn't. I like. like, Okay, okay. Let let me let me let me rephrase. This ties into her ADD, and like, forgets shit means like forgets to pay the power bill, forgets to pay the water bill. (laughs) I get home from work and I don't get a shower because I don't get a fucking. I don't have. I don't get to take a fucking shower with water on the list, (laughs) or I don't have the power to you know heat the water heater. I don't, like, I'm talking about. I don't now, like this when you like, get mad at me. I don't like when you hold me accountable for my shortcomings. That's exactly. It's annoying. See. And right, so you don't like when, when the power no, goes out and then he gets no, mad at you. I'm is, just more forgiving than he is. This is my number one. <laughs> this is my number one pet peeve. This is my number one pet peeve. Can't wait. And I'm, I'm, I'm tragically sad that I have to admit this is that <laughs> there's double standards. Oh my God. Always. And she's allowed to have them, and I'm not. The thing right. about like, double standards is, I'm allowed to have them, and he is not. I don't. What's like, the? It's not I've, fucking rocket science. I've tried I tried to fight this, and I lose agree with every you. time. Bring it on, preach it. Here's the I thing. I lose. I think. I think that I put out enough that, to cover a multitude of bad personality traits. <laughs> I'm also a fantastic cook. I got a mouth like a Hoover, so you can deal with me forgetting the power bill. Right. 
So I, 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 I was very fair. There's been a couple power bill and water bills. I hear bills you. What, what do you hear her? What's your I, excuse? Uh, my excuse. You don't have a hoover mouth. No, I don't. No, I you don't. have a fucking. It's a power bill, sweep. though. Danielle has a, a, a sweeper <laughs> vac mouth. I don't have an hoover vac mouth. Once in a while, when we're on vacation, I do. Other than that, no, exactly. no. Not during a quarantine. No, it's not. I don't like Sterling bite. Sterling will bite his nails, and that. I don't, I don't like that. I, it bugs me yeah. because sometimes we'll be sitting there and he'll just be like, yeah, that's a terrible, constantly is disgusting. And then he'll use my like good eyebrow tweezers to get his ingrown toenails. I'm like, but then it dulls them. Then I can't use them. Yeah, to no, that's my bad. Eyebrows. Not my problem. Bad. But no, probably my biggest thing is he, um, hawks loogies all the time. Yeah, and like it, like to hear it. You're always coughing up. What are you like? It's about? it's not that I care. It's not that like it's like oh it's so gross I can't hear it. What he'll do is when we're driving, he'll spit it out the window, <laughs> and then no, it'll okay. go across the back window. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't ever see that. I don't ever see that for the record. He <laughs> drove my new car once, and then I went to get a car wash, and I was looking at the back window, and I was like. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I was so pissed. I was all, "You're you will never drive my car again." If I ever, I was like, "I, I, I don't want to drive your like, car." Scrape it with like my fingernail. It was disgusting. Good. Oh would you so ever use? Stuff, would you ever use each other's toothbrush? Yeah, I would use his toothbrush. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Disgusting. Never. Dude, you know I, disgusting. I, I I I've I've kind of like. He's I, just. I lost that battle. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm a. I'm a defeated man, and I'll, I'll use the toothbrush now. But before, mm -hmm. I stood with you. Yeah, so stupid. Disgusting. The dumbest thing ever. Dumbest thing ever. Thing. I agree. Oh, totally agree. It's so dumb. I, I still want to know about the condiment thing. Oh, yeah. The condiment ketchup thing, and yeah. mustard thing. Yeah. Can we not what? talk about it? No. no. Adam is scared of condiments. Like, scared. Like, no, I know, I know. I want to talk. Like, I... There's one episode afraid? you guys talked about it, and I want afraid of condiments, like for real, like he won't can't even like on a shelf, like can't like stop nope, the nope, the, nope, the, nope, the yellow nope. and mustard and nope. All right, Adam, no, Adam, all right, who you? Ba- all right, do you know how bad it is? All right, so I have a retail store. I sell party supplies. I sell like household goods. Uh huh. We have in our store those bottles. Yes. Not, Ketchup I'm, bottles. I'm yellow and red, right? Right. right. One's red, yeah, one's like yellow. Yeah, you take on a barbecue and you fill right. them with ketchup. Right. They're right. not they're always empty. They're or empty. Whatever. But I'm not going to say words. I will not restock the shelves. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you can't the physically touch them, right? I can't right. touch can't physically touch, them. touch the bottle. <laughs> say the word. Move that. I have my yeah. employees take care of that for me. I you know what? Like I was going to talk. I love, I love you for this. I love you for this. I think it's so <laughs> if great. If I had ketchup at 12 p.m., like if we have a barbecue at 12 p.m. and I have ketchup, he won't come near me the rest of the night. I talk a lot of Can shit. you smell it on people? It's, uh, it's an aura. It's awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can, I can sense it. I can feel it. You know what, though? Know it. I kind of get this because I one thing is oh, I will not open a can of biscuits. I will not even biscuits. be in the room. Biscuits? That's oh, because you're scared. You're scared of the yeah, pot. because you're scared. Yes. It's the jack-in-a-box for adults, and it's yes. awful. I, but scared he's scared of, of ketchup and mustard, like... But, no, no, here's the thing. No, I mine is real. You, Hers is ridiculous. 
What? Oh, I'll kill you. Listen, <laughs> I also, when it comes to sour apple candy, yeah, I, I can, know. No, good. I can Delicious. smell that. I can Agreed. smell that for 24 hours. Yeah. That's so and funny. it to me smells exactly like armpits. And if <laughs> he, like one time he thought he could get away with it, he had like sour apple in the beginning of the day and he came home and kissed me and I was all, <gasps> did you have, I was like, did you have that? And he was like, it was hours ago. And I was like, fuck you. Oh, that's <laughs> I can smell funny. it. It's terrible. Right. There are so some things. That, I yeah, was like, going to make fun of you, but actually I don't, I don't no, know. That's weird. Talk. Mine is rational. Yours is weird. Yeah. You're afraid of condiments. I don't like the smell. I think it's no, different. He's a, he has a legitimate fear. Do you like ketchup at all? Do you like the way ketchup tastes? You're talking Adam? to me? Yeah. Oh, I, my I God. I don't even want to hear the word. He won't even be in the same room. Mustard? What condiments do you like? Are there any condiments you like? Uh, no, nothing. nothing. I, like, I like food. So you like a cheeseburger? Real like food. Bun, patty, So dry. Bun. Yeah. Oh. Dry food. Are you kidding me? Bun, bacon, onion, Burger, cheese, mayo, Thousand that. Island. What do you need no, that for? Listen to no what mayo? I just said. Listen to what I just said. Bun, burger, <laughs> bacon, cheese, onions, lettuce. When I get my stimulus check, I'm going to buy a 50-gallon <laughs> drum. That's, a, that's a, the whitest sandwich I've ever heard. That yeah. is very no white. Seasoning, no seasoning. No. Are you afraid of salt and pepper? I love salt and pepper. What about kidding? paprika? Sure. That's not a, that's like not a condiment. What, what that's sandwiches do you like? Do you like other he sandwiches? Like, vinegar? He doesn't like things that squirt. <laughs> Except hey, for Adam, myself. we wouldn't get along. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, and I mean, on, I and on that note, I think we need to end on that note. That yes, was perfect. That's great. That's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. So everyone needs to go and check out Not the Worst Marriage, the podcast, the Instagram. We're going to do some uh, Instagram lives together. Yes. Um, yes. And your your vo- vocal. How do you spell Get it? Vocal. Get vocal. Get vocal. Okay. Um, yeah. We love you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. And once this we're out, so we're coming out to Vegas. Oh, we're totally coming to out do... to Vegas. For oh, sure. my gosh. Yeah. I yes. promise I'll, I'll get blackout with you guys. This I won't is, reel it in. This is just Please. the beginning of the not the worst marriage of martinis. Uh, not the worst martinis. Yes, not the worst martinis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just wait. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much. And Thank you, guys. We love you guys. And, um, you know, I don't know. We love you. Thank you. We got to this again. Okay, guys, thanks so much. Good seeing you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night.
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com